0: thanks for coming hey girl thanks for coming
1: well hello and thanks for coming uk oh i mean hello (laughs) and thanks for coming america my name is seth what's yours hello it's jamal hi it's stony Hey everybody! Welcome back, back, back again to thanks for coming. The most magically gay podcast there ever was. We are of course back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything happening in RuPaul's Drag Race. We are so excited, but we are also so, uh, f- well, we're so fattered because <laughs> UK is over
2: yes <laughs> we are fat and shattered about it yes girl it feels so <laughs> weird I once UK was over I forgot drag race still existed I know it completely shifted our week somehow it's just like oh there's drag
0: race tonight <laughs> I know oh, I, thought- I thought this was like drag you I didn't realize it was a full <gasps> season ooh, ooh shade rattle <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely <laughs> yes girl um, yeah, I don't know. I, I missed the, the UK Queens. It turns out that we're just watching the B squad right now. <laughs> so
2: I'm just hoping that a uh, world of wonder in the wow plus app gives us a God saves <laughs> the queen. God saved the queen season two with yeah. the, um, season two casts or maybe both casts on the road. Yeah. Have
1: Hopefully. you been following that tea with the, the UK tour?
2: No, I haven't.
1: Oh man, there's some major tea with the UK tour. They um they said that only the top 4 queens were going to be touring. <gasps> what? And oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, they're like, "Well, the other queens they might like pop in at a gig here or there, but they
2: were like not promising anything." How do you even like qualify that? Like are they going off of Instagram followers or what? I don't know what their
1: plan was. I It sounded like they were all supposed to be a part of it initially, but then it became the only, you know, the top four. And Yikes. so a lot of the not top four queens were like, hey, everyone, just to let you know, like, I won't be at this
2: tour. <laughs> so, oh, shit. Well, I mean, the company deserves pressure for that. Of course, it's not the top four queens' fault. It was not their decision. But no. But that's um, really messy and... Not fair, considering all the previous casts. Everyone goes on tour after the season.
1: Yeah. So then everyone bitched about it for like two days, and then now all of a sudden the whole season two cast is at every stop.
2: I bet they are. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> they've Weird. Good, they've got a good publicist and lawyer over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, girl. It was just so funny because, like, especially Jenny's been, like, really vocal about not being included in things lately. So... Um, You know, she was definitely, I think she was the one that was more like, yeah, we were all supposed to do it, but I guess we're not invited anymore or something.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She just wants to walk off of somebody's set again.
1: (laughs) That's right, girl. (laughs) Oh man, that's some tea. Also, you know, another fun thing, you know, this is an unofficial Call Me By Your Name podcast. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I was just wondering if you guys had seen the music video for Lil Nas X, Call Me By Your Name, Montero.
2: No, I haven't got to check it out yet, but I've seen Buzz about it online. Yeah, I this heard This is about really it.
1: cute, girl. You guys have to watch it.
2: Uh, I'll put it on my watch later list. I um, love that playlist on <laughs> YouTube.
1: Yes, I was, I was hoping to discuss it a little bit more with the viewers, but I also don't necessarily want to fully ruin it for uh for Jamal and Stoney to watch it but I just think that it's really great because this is this music video is very much Lil Nas X being like yeah I'm gay and like I'm pushing this agenda so that other you know queer POC people can like have their representation in the media and things like that.
2: I know I'm sure all of the toxic um hetero hetero men are just like going nuts about this because they just can't mind their own business i never understood that shit but maybe we can watch the music video and then by the time next episode comes we can chat about it since it will be spoiler free by then you should have watched as well that's true yeah
1: Yeah. this is we're putting you on notice girl watch the fucking video or don't (laughs) complain
2: (laughs) watch the music video so you can join the convo
1: yes honey so I, I won't say anything else because um if we're discussing it next week then I feel satisfied
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll definitely do that because I love Little Nas X I just haven't got a chance to watch it yet
1: yes girl I watched that video and then I forget the YouTuber it was someone I hadn't watched before but there was a YouTuber that had like Lil Nas X there and they like watch like they did like it was for the YouTuber. It was the first watch reaction. But uh-huh. then like he got to like talk with Lil Nas X and get like more explanation and ask him questions about the meanings and stuff like that.
2: I love that. And Lil Nas X knows how to do the internet. So these people need to just leave him alone because they know what they're doing. They're better at it than you. And look at this education. Just people can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, For real. He's definitely
0: the expert, like on Twitter and TikTok. <laughs> oh Yeah, TikTok, absolutely. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love Lil Nas X. So it, I would definitely
1: recommend everyone go watch that, especially before our discussion next week. Um, other than that, I don't know, is there how's everybody doing? I guess we maybe should check in. Is everyone good? Does anybody want to talk about anything they watched lately?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I um I'm fine over here. I've been enjoying the weather. It's been nice here taking advantage of it, staying on top of boring things like yard chores and making sure I get a walk in, but it changes your mood. So, I am here yeah. for it. Oh, come through, ho! <laughs> yes, spring. I yes, love her. vitamin D. My yes. allergies don't love her, but welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Stony? Um, it's pretty much the same. I've basically just been enjoying outside, trying to go on lots of bike rides. Um, been doing some stuff like in the yard, like just like winter stuff that you don't want to deal with in the winter. So, yeah, it's been good. Very cool. Um, I guess I. Oh, I was very
1: excited. I don't know. I... I had a like a friend in town, not specifically to see me last weekend, but I was just very excited to go out and like do a few things because I've been mostly just quarantining and stuff like that. So I was like definitely not being a super spreader. I was being safe with my mask on and mm-hmm. staying away from people. But it was just I don't know. I, ever since that weekend, I just feel really refreshed and renewed, and I just feel like I have this new focus because after being in quarantine for so long, just going to be like a real person was kind of nice.
2: I'm excited about that as well, just kind of that feeling because um, being able to get out and safely see people and not be super spreaders about it, it kind of helps you see that light at the end of the tunnel, and hopefully soon everybody will be vaccinated, and we'll still be wearing our mask and being safe, of course, but it'll definitely add to that feeling, getting to do more of that.
0: Absolutely yeah it's just kind of wild that it's been a year at this point like it's I've lost track of all time basically
1: yeah when uh, this comes out it'll be my one year from working from home
2: oh happy COVID <laughs> yeah ooh, uh, I'm just <laughs> like what kind of party can I throw on that day girl <laughs> put on a party hat and your mask and take gonna, a selfie like, cough on people yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know, girl. I was like, maybe I can make like COVID cupcakes or something.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll drop a new COVID playlist. (laughs)
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. We should do another playlist just for funsies. Um, But yeah, so not too much has been going on. I have a week off, so I'm very excited to just live my full fantasy this week.
2: I know that's right. Like, take advantage of that time off. Do whatever the hell you want to do on your terms
1: yes Yes. you can catch me at any point all this week twerking in my apartment
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes get all that lizzo energy out
1: (laughs) yes girl all right well let's go ahead and get into this episode we've got a lot to talk about this week and i'm nervous (laughs) (laughs) like i kind of don't want to but here we are (laughs) Here we are. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Let's go ahead and get into our honesty spill of the week. Uh, Hello and welcome back to our honesty spill of the week. We are of course back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that's going down in season thirteen on RuPaul's Drag Race.
2: We're almost there, y'all. Hang in there. We are almost there closer to the crown i feel it every week uh and it's a roast episode so maybe we'll be entertained maybe Maybe we
0: won't (laughs) who knows (laughs) you know i did have this moment during the lip sync at the end of the episode i was like looking in the back i was like holy shit there's only six people and i got super excited so
1: (laughs) yeah like you weren't so ex- so much excited for the lip sync. Just the fact that there would only be five people left.
0: Yeah. I was just <laughs> like, because I don't know, like five is a lot different than seven, I guess. Like at five, you're like, whoa, it's really close <laughs> to the yeah. end.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, so this, we'll have this week and then what, we'll probably have like the finale and then a reunion or the reunion, then the finale. So there's like three or four episodes left
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and we still don't really know like do we know if they're doing a live like a uh, in person finale or is it gonna be over zoom I don't know I don't know I mean I would assume maybe they would just
1: record it while they were already in quarantine but I guess it's hard to say
2: oh yeah Yeah. they could have
1: just recorded all of it there yeah before they released everybody from quarantine I don't know
2: it is the COVID season so I bet you that is what will happen. We'll just that have a crowning sense. on stage.
1: I hope so. Fingers crossed, everybody. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's go ahead and start at the top. um At the top of the show, Tuna Burger has turned and burnt her <laughs> way right out of this competition. <laughs>
2: Don't burn the patties. (laughs) (laughs) Was it spicy, Tina?
1: Oh, it was kind of uh, spoiled, actually. There's a bit of a a fishy taste.
2: Oh, no. Um, All of the buzz across the respective RuPaul's Drag Race podcast and non-RuPaul's Drag Race podcast is that the judges definitely just wanted to get rid of Tina.
0: Yeah, they were just like, bitch, bye. (laughs) <laughs> they're like peace yeah even i was watching the pit stop and ben de la creme was on there and ben never says anything bad about anything ever and even he was just like yeah that doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah but also did you see tina on the pit stop
1: or not the pit stop um what you packing? packing? She has had some surgeries done, girl. She looks like 10 years <laughs> younger. And, like, she's a woman now. She had some skin lifts and tucks and puffs.
0: She he, sure did. I'm like, okay, all right, Tina, looking a little bit cute now. Come through snatched. Yes, maybe there's some discounts because of COVID. <laughs> oh, that's true. She got the bogo on the on the face surgery. <laughs>
1: yeah. By the nose, COVID get the BOGO chin. COVID bogo special. Yeah, by the nose, get the chin free. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so after the elimination, Candy is upset that Utica is still here, basically, and that Tina was sent home, you know, part of uh, the Mean Girls.
2: Oh, yeah. But, I mean, everyone, kind of like us, you know, they thought Tina slayed that lip sync, so... Candy is definitely the one to throw shade about it that way. She's like, mm, okay, sis.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. I always like zone out when Candy's talking. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that you don't remember this part of the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel
0: you girl. I know this is, this show well, is such <laughs> a bizarre episode. <laughs> Uh, sorry i was gonna say she's always bitching about something so it's like i don't remember what she was complaining about this part of the episode no i feel
2: you it's easy to go (laughs) that direction with candy
1: yeah well it is easy and but this episode i'm like what kind of twilight zone are we in because i actually enjoyed (laughs) candy muse this week so i'm just like what i don't get this anymore
2: (laughs) <laughs> we'll get there because i've always said i don't dislike candy there's just like some personality things that i think we all kind of go through and learn about ourselves that she'll enhance later but um yeah here we are seeing another side of the queen
1: oh, of uh, not just her the other side of, uh, of a few others that are not so pleasant <laughs> uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: But, but that's
1: a story for another
0: day <laughs> You can't sit with us. I told you we're in the dark timeline of Drag Race.
1: <laughs> we really are, girl. This is wild. Uh, for this week's mini challenge, the girls will be starring in their own live makeup tutorials, but with a twist. They will be in pairs, and one queen will be the face, and the other will be the arms applying the makeup.
2: <laughs> this was so fun to watch. Like <laughs> Rosé's commentary on their partnership. It was just- <laughs> okay yes. we're doing this now <laughs> like <laughs> just their transitions just had me rolling
1: yeah i feel like yeah definitely candy and rosé were very strong and then utica and gotmik were really strong too <laughs> and it's like <laughs> gotmik was just really funny he's like oh and and now we're gonna paint it on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he's like oh and now we're just gonna roll our lipstick off <laughs>
2: <laughs> and all that fucking i don't know what it is i don't know shit about makeup but whatever powder that shit was just covering just beating their faces yeah while they're trying to talk just <laughs> could you imagine just how chalky their mouth must have been
1: well and then like when got make just ate that like powder
0: like it was cocaine or something oh, or other. <laughs> uh,
2: oh yeah uh, they were all
0: eating makeup girl <laughs> I did appreciate this mini challenge, though. I thought this was a really good and fun idea, so (laughs) I liked it.
1: Yes, girls. So then, of course, you know, also you have Olivia and Simone, who were not bad, but just, like, not quite as funny.
2: I have to agree. They were enjoyable, but the other two teams knocked it out of the park a little more. There didn't seem to be, like, as
1: much makeup on Simone's face as there was on the others' (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I think um, Simone's neck got most of the makeup.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then like when Olivia basically just stabs her in the eye with the paintbrush. <laughs> Is that your eye right here? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, poor poor uh, Simone who almost got blinded on that day.
2: <laughs> For real? Could you imagine her after that? She'd have to yeah. add eye patches to her drag. Yeah, <laughs> she would be a
1: pirate. <laughs> oh my gosh um so in the end of this mini challenge rose and candy did win so congratulations to you two you're number one yeah yes you're tied at number one with got (laughs) making
2: there go those marbles being thrown
1: (laughs) yes girl all right, so for this week's maxi challenge, the girls are having a roast, a nice girls' roast. The top six will be roasting three Miss Congeniality winners, Heidi in Closet, Nina West, and Valentina.
2: Ooh, coming to the stage, some faves.
0: Yes, fan favorites all around. <laughs> yes, I know
1: Stony was especially excited to see Valentina. <laughs>
0: Yes, I was so excited. You know, Valentina, she's got a bad reputation out on these streets, but (laughs) I'm glad to see her. (laughs) Did you think? um, I I feel like she
1: didn't get. I feel like they made her like put on her makeup within a certain amount of time. Is that
0: a read? Yeah, I actually late. I actually did. Like, I agree with you, because I was like, something's off with her makeup. It didn't look like it was fully done, or it wasn't her, like, trademark makeup. Yeah. It, no. Just, yeah. And and her wig was, like, back kind of far, it felt like. Yeah. Like, she I mean, was a five head. I wonder what was going on. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely not the Valentina that we're used to seeing, at least uh, look-wise. Yeah. I mean, she didn't look bad or anything, but it's just
1: like, that to me, that didn't be like, oh, it's Valentina. That's her look.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah it just wasn't as glam as what she normally is (laughs) yeah and of course you know um nina west she's back with the trans and the gay pride flags like (laughs) that must be her brand girl because she will make a trans gay pride dress outfit (laughs) anytime she's on the show
2: queen of pride i love to see it she's just smacking you with it in the face um this is why the hostile straights get so mad they just don't like rainbows or fierce queens like <laughs> Nina West. They're throwing it in our faces. No, she's just a fierce queen.
0: Yeah, like I'm totally fine with Nina being like the ambassador to yes, the streets. Please. Like she's like, here I am. She's Look really like, gay dress. or
2: like I'll say queer, um, Glenda the Good Witch.
1: Yes, she is. And then you have Heidi in Closet who looks like she is going to the Kentucky Derby as Madonna.
2: this was something i was definitely getting michael jackson vibes of course Um, (laughs) zoot suit flashbacks um i love the fashion callback
1: yeah she looked really good she had that finger wave wig which is beautiful Mm -hmm. nice red wig i feel like red wig i feel like red wigs are like her brand
2: yeah i could see that
1: so yeah they all looked great um So, because Candy and Rose won the mini challenge, they get to pick the order of the roast. And I was having so much PTSD during this moment. <laughs> Same. I
0: totally did too. Uh,
2: no Lawrence or Ellie this episode.
1: I was like sweating. I was like, oh, God, please just put them in an order where no one's mad. <laughs>
2: Right? I would just pick where I felt most comfortable and then work around that. But, of course, the queens want to stand out. So they they got their eyes on the first and the last position.
1: Yes, girl. Uh, so they all start writing their jokes. And Utica tells Olivia, you know, like, oh, you're going to do great. You're going to kill this challenge. <laughs> and then in a talking head, she says, oh, I'm the most worried about Olivia here. So I don't understand where this, like, two-faced commentary is like storyline is coming in
2: we've seen it before too unfortunately so it makes it hard to kind of overlook and we can say like that the way the editing portrayed it is shady but i mean these are still things the queen said so we have to acknowledge that piece i think it's just a kind of character thing utica's working
0: through if i'm being nice about it yeah,
1: yeah. it's a discussion we're gonna have later and
0: untucked <laughs> I did think it was weird, like, I don't know, because she's already done this once to Olivia. And then at the end of the episode, like, she's basically like, oh, like, Olivia's my best friend. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, who are you? (laughs) What have you done with a normal human person?
1: (laughs) Are you an alien in there? What's going on? Is this men in black?
2: (laughs) You know, that little alien dude? Oh, yeah. the, The little commanding one.
1: Yeah, he pulled all the levers and it was, like, yes. a person. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm like, please just, like, pick a side, please. <laughs> yes, girl. Um, So then the girls go into a coaching session with Michelle Michelle Visage and Lonnie Love. And then, again, we have to talk about Utica because she was being so mean. <laughs> and I was so uncomfortable.
2: <sighs> I, would, I don't know if this is part of Drag 101, but isn't roasting a thing that most... MCs, drag queens, anybody that's kind of hosting a show. And maybe Utica doesn't have a hosting experience. So maybe I'm out like of Simone. For that. Like yeah. Simone. So maybe they just don't know what a roast is. Like you can't just be mean. Like it's shady. You can't just be cute about it and think it's going to fly.
1: Yeah. And also, this was like rehearsal. This wasn't your set.
0: So, like, <laughs> why was she reading Michelle and Lonnie so hard? Right. Right. I I don't get it. I think, honestly, like the problem is like Utica probably she's probably not used to doing like clubs and stuff like that. I would assume like I remember her saying she did like kids birthday parties and stuff like that. So she's probably just dressed up out on the farm with a bunch of kids all the time. (laughs) Yeah, she's
1: out there with with Clara and the cows and they always move after her performance. So
2: (laughs) oh, do you think that Utica doesn't know what shade is or how to shade?
1: Well, I mean, she kind of says it later in Untuck. She says, like, I'm still trying to figure out what's funny and what's mean.
2: Okay. So
0: she's well, still learning. I how think to she shade. just doesn't have, like, that, like, common sense. Like, I'm not trying to say it in a bad way, but, like, her, like, wearing the squirrel wig with uh, Bob, Ross. Bob Ross. It's like, girl, like, like, she overthinks everything, it seems like.
1: Yeah, definitely. She's definitely in her head a lot this season
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. there you go
1: yes all right well let's go ahead and get into the roast uh first i want to talk about rupaul's outfit because i was like damn girl this was fierce she's
2: coming out like um drag mother power ranger um i i enjoyed it it was a different look for rupaul and they love to play with fashion so i love to see it
1: she's wearing her little fuck me pumps you know she was like <laughs> i was like for a 60 year old woman she was looking real sexy
2: delicious that's that scorpio jumping out
1: yes girl Uh, All right, well, let's go ahead and start, I guess, just at the top of the show with Candy Muse.
2: Candy Muse. Okay, say what you want about Candy, but she actually did a good job. I feel like a lot of you had to look at this and maybe watch it a couple times to enjoy it because maybe they've annoyed you so much you just don't want to believe it's funny. (laughs) Are but you
1: projecting girl?
2: <laughs> no, I am not because like I've said, I've always said I like I don't dislike candy. I knew she could do this. Like, of course she's funny. Like, if there's any challenge to be yourself in, Candy Muse served Candy Muse as she did in rehearsal and they loved it. So I think oh, really? she took her notes and well, I then thought
1: she was giving us Patrick Starr. <laughs> 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 it's all the
0: same, girl. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's
2: definitely not Patrick <laughs> star. <laughs> but, of course she delivered. Of course she delivered. So we can be mad at her for getting passes for being Candy Muse. But, hey, Candy Muse being Candy Muse for this assignment worked.
0: Yeah, so I definitely was the one that I was kind of halfway paying attention when she went up there. And I was, like, so mad that the judges were giving her, like, glowing critiques. And then... <laughs> I went back and rewatched it this morning and I was like actually paying attention. And I was like, Oh wow. Candy actually did really well. <laughs> right. Cause you're like t- toning out. Cause you're like, Oh, candy's going. Yeah. Cause I was just like, whatever. Like I'm not believing the hype, <laughs> <laughs> but she actually did well. So yeah, I'll give yeah. her that.
1: Yeah, Candy did well. I think sh- you know, she's had hosting experience back in New York. So I think that really came through. And yeah, I mean if there's any challenge where being loud and crazy is going to like benefit you, <laughs> it's in a roast, girl.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like give it your all. <laughs>
1: That's why they always like invite Gilbert Godfrey to roast because he has that loud and annoying voice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey everybody, this is Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's sort of like a mixture between oh uh, Tina Burner and like Candy Muse. <laughs> mm, you are yeah. not
2: wrong. That's Yeah, there's a certain voice that adds to the comedy of it all.
1: Yes, definitely. Moving on, we have a drag queen that wishes they that Candy was working in their favor. Simone.
2: Who's Simone? This is rough. Uh, she looked gorgeous, per usual. But this is why I hate saying these things about Simone. It's like, you have to be more than like a look queen right if you're trying to get this crown because there's going to be all kinds of jobs and you can't just like look pretty and i'm not saying that's all she does obviously she's a great performer but um the drag range i guess becomes evident for people who maybe don't understand what all goes into drag the various um types of experience in drag the girls has and it's like oh no simone like i thought that that natural funniness would come through, but it's just a little more work for some of the Queens.
0: Yeah. I like, I thought, I don't know on the rewatch, it seemed like she was just trying to play like a character more than herself is, is kind of how I took it. Like, it just seemed like she was kind of overthinking it where I think she should have just went out there and tried to be like more herself and not trying to portray somebody else. Mm-hmm yeah, definitely cuz she's doing like the fact trade like where yeah. she's mis- you know pronouncing things in a certain way. Yep.
2: Yeah, if you're going to do a character like that, you have to fully commit and make sure it comes through or if you have a certain persona that is part of your drag brand, now would be the time to play that up heavily.
1: Definitely. But she looked beautiful in that in that gold outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that what did you think about candy's outfit she's like i'm feeling beautiful aren't i fucking beautiful <laughs> <laughs> i mean
2: it was a little simple and safe but she did look voluptuous and pretty so i'll give her that
1: yeah because i yeah. feel like we haven't seen candy in dresses like that show off her curves
2: no and i i definitely was enjoying the shape
0: yeah I
1: definitely yeah it, it's definitely been worse um
0: <laughs>
2: someone help me sell this
1: train <laughs> i feel like that's the takeaway i was getting like i'll just say it girl <laughs> um so next we have utica queen
2: Ooh, child. <sighs> this
1: is so awkward uh, i think you guys would be a good couple because you're like simone and pumbaa <laughs>
2: Uh, maybe this is why Ross went and lost all that weight before starting the Drew show.
1: Yeah, this that joke didn't really work as well anymore.
2: No. Um why, Utica, would you not listen to Lonnie and Michelle and they're telling you do not do this or do it this way instead? And we kind of got a glimpse of this with the Queens discussing the performance. Utica does not agree with what the judges are saying. So, this is a queen who's just very into her art. So, I think this was the lesson Utica needed.
0: I don't know. It's just like <laughs> the jokes were just bad, and then like they became like progressively meaner. So, then it was just like awkward, like basically telling Lonnie Love that like you <laughs> suck as a comedian <laughs> and you're the one yeah. bombing. <laughs> She was like, fuck you and your greasy, greasy grandma.
2: (laughs) 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 And like, you might be like grasping in this moment, but it's just like, read the room, take it a different direction. And I'm sure that's another piece of, you know, being a performer in drag. It's like reading the room and making those pivots where you need to. And Utica just kind of flailed and crashed (laughs) and burned. Well, but what, what i
0: was oh, <laughs> oh, sorry i was gonna say i think that like utica was probably the most mean that anyone has been to rupaul on the show besides pearl <laughs> yeah
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah she's the only queen to get two fingers in the fisting motion
0: from rupaul <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is it was like mean girls mean it was like regina george mean like oh why don't you stand
2: that's the fugliest thing i've ever seen
0: <laughs> Yeah, you go fuck yourself, RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's almost like Utica is like, um, just so nice and carefree that she just doesn't know like the bitchy side of gay world, or just, I'll say culture, not necessarily the gay world, but just kind of like the art of shade. Or the or what messiness is and the difference between all of that and how it ebbs and flows. Cause <laughs> so she like got a shade for dummies book and it was like all Regina George quotes. Right.
1: <laughs> and she also got roasted so hard like in her own set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Lonnie was like girl like you're the one bombing right now
0: (laughs) oh man I hated it so much (laughs) yeah
1: it was wild oh my gosh well after that one I feel like we should take a quick little break I need to regroup and get my life figured out again
2: (laughs) yeah let's do that and we'll come back to it
1: (laughs) we'll be right back hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming Hey everybody, welcome back to our honesty spill of the week. We are of course back, back, back again, and we are getting back into the roast. Let's go ahead and talk about our next
2: queen, got Mick. Got Mick. The surprises keep coming. Um so funny. (laughs) So funny. I thought that it had a good flow. I love the approach of you cannot go wrong when you give the compliments. And then you snatch the wigs and the brows at the same time, just real quick before they notice. <laughs> and it was just yes. hilarious.
0: Yes. Like she like definitely like had like sh- somebody threw her softball with U- Utica sucking so bad before. <laughs> and yeah, like Gottmik was the, is the type of queen that is funny enough to like make like a home run out of it. And she totally did. And like all of her jokes were just hilarious. Like I loved whenever she was talking about Rue's hit song. Like <laughs> that had <laughs> I love all of your hit <laughs> song.
2: <laughs> that was definitely one of the top lines of the
0: night. Yeah. I just I don't know. Like she just has like a good like um energy to her too and it flowed really well. Like I'm just so surprised, like Gottmick keeps doing this thing this season where she's like I've never done this before I didn't think I could do it and it's like oh I'm amazing at it actually (laughs) she's just like turns everything
1: she touches to gold yeah Yeah. and she looked really nice in her outfit too and that little dress and her makeup and
2: I love the emerald on her looked like she could be um in the Slytherin class as well
0: Definitely. Well, she is one of of the mean girls (laughs) T. And she has the way of like doing her eye makeup too, that like, if she's doing like her clown face versus like what she just did on the, the roast, like you can still tell it's Scott Mick, but like, Mm -hmm. it's obviously not clown makeup, but it's still got her signature. Right. Yeah. Eye makeup to it.
1: Totally. Yeah. And her signature lips too. I feel like she paints her lips pretty uniquely. I agree.
2: I always notice Scott Mick's lips. Yes, girl. Next
1: we have Olivia sucks. (laughs) I mean, Lux. Lux.
2: (laughs) Oh, Olivia. Come on. Come on, Olivia. We have to push through. There's people on the, on the interwebs calling you basic and simple. And I don't want to agree. I don't think that of you, of course, but come on, if we're going to play this character, like part of you (laughs) really has to be like the sour patch kid, like be very fucking sweet. Like, rub it in the judges' faces almost because they keep telling her she's too happy and too nice and then just get, like, the gutter Utica wanted to be with the jokes and the roast and, like, completely catch them off guard and it would have come off so much better.
0: I mean, it didn't work. I mean, I didn't think it was bad as, like, Simone and Utica, obviously, so the judges did right with, like, placing her safe, but Mm -hmm. um, because she did have some jokes that, like, were good I thought um the ones about Rue yeah yeah her Paul set did really well (laughs) yeah some of the others just didn't make sense and like it was just kind of awkward with how she was talking like in kind of like baby voice (laughs) um
1: yeah she should have done it like because i know she wanted to be like the nice one so she should have been like nice like the setup would be really nice and then when she switches to the punchline, she like becomes a little bit mean or like deadpan yeah. like that would have been really like the funny sour
2: patch kids like yeah i just cut your pig yeah what are you gonna do about it
0: <laughs> bitch <laughs> i do i do hate though how the judges though are basically just like olivia like basically like shitting all over her like being nice and a positive energy i'm like okay like that's the one i mean i like olivia for multiple reasons but that's like her big thing right she has charisma and like she's such a positive person and it's like they're giving her shit for being that definitely and
1: i think she also looked really nice i think that sort of like orangey hair is like her signature and um you know orange and blue are like her colors and she wore all of them she
0: did look really pretty denali's like fuck you olivia (laughs) (laughs) Uh, here's this weird black dress (laughs) No, bitch, <laughs> this
1: isn't in the color palette. Um. All right, last but not least, we have
2: Rosé. Rosé giving us hairbangers ball, realness.
1: <laughs> yeah, big time, girl. Some, like, Sheena East, UCCU,
2: or All of that. I thought that she'd had a pretty steady set as well. Like, I didn't feel like it was slow at all. She was the only one without any cards. I think that Rosé is good about presenting so what could be read as, oh, it took her a while to get to the joke or set up the whatever. She's just talking to you as an audience. And maybe it fell off because there was no audience, Michelle. But um, everyone's got their opinions.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, I think she's just really good at being in the spotlight too. Like I, we saw like on the, I forget, was it the musical or something? Mm-hmm. Where she like won her first challenge. So I think she's just really good at you know, leading a show basically.
1: Yeah. She definitely has hosting experience for sure. And she was really funny. And I just like, don't get the like comparing, Oh, well you were funnier in rehearsal. Like that was just such a weird like thing to me. It's like, she was funny on the stage. I don't get yeah, it. I
2: thought that was a little off too. Like, I mean, I guess I can see where the reach would come from, but I'm like, uh, all right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh all right so in the end of this challenge Candy Muse wins I think they had to give her the win to validate her still being here
2: and see that's what like I struggle with because Candy did do a good job I thought that Gottmik and Rosé did a good job as well and with Rosé's critiques I almost feel like they were looking for something negative to say to set Candy up for the win and you know hey that's yeah. fine she's still gonna be here in the competition She did perform well, so sure, she can have the win. I don't feel any kind of way about it. You know, she deserved it, but I do feel like Rosé's critiques were reaching a little bit, so maybe they did not
0: get the crown. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think I would have liked to have seen Rosé win personally. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, Rosé, to me, it was like Rosé, Mick and candy i thought initially that it should have been got or rose but then on the rewatch i kind of agreed with the judges i was like oh i guess i could see why candy won
2: yeah
0: yeah they were all pretty funny so i mean it's
1: yeah candy deserved it so you know um i don't know yeah i just don't know what else is i don't no, know i just i'm just thinking it's over overthinking this a bit yeah too much. that's
2: really it like she did a good job she deserved the win and we have to make sure like as podcasters and fans that we don't just keep queens in one single box like give the girls their roses where they are deserved
1: yes girl Um, so it's weird there's no mini or I'm sorry there's no runway this week I know short and sweet sis but all the girls looked nice of course yes they all looked real good and then, um, so Candy Muse wins, and actually the bottom two are Simone and Utica.
2: Ooh, Olivia snuck right on by. I think they put Utica down there just because she just did not take any of the critiques, basically.
1: Yes, girl. And this lip sync song was aptly named because after this, um, after this ma- uh, maxi challenge, after the roast, there were no tears left to <laughs> cry. I was... <laughs> I was fresh out because everything was so sad. Uh,
2: well, I do love this song. Shout out to Ponytail, Ariana Grande. <laughs> yes, come through Ponytail. <laughs> um, Simone, of course, ate up the runway. I don't think that Utica did a bad job. I loved her outfit. This is something that you would see like on the Real Housewives drag, drag edition. If you had like a really snooty drag queen, like this is definitely that bitch going to Tiffany's for um a flat coffee and like a biscotti or something definitely
0: (laughs) it's like cameron from dallas or something (laughs) 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 but yeah i I don't know it's really weird because i
1: have really enjoyed utica in the competition until this episode i was like really kind of like put off by her a little bit i mean I didn't feel quite so strongly the second time I watched it, but the first time I was like, wow, they're really trying to make me really not like Utica in this episode.
2: I know. And it's just one of those things where um, it could be a mixture of the individual trying to overproduce themselves. So we've only seen one side and now it feels like kind of jarring because it's just now coming out. But I do think that this is an experience Utica will take and grow for the better you know people watching themselves and getting feedback hopefully just paying attention to the constructive
0: feedback yeah
2: yeah and this is kind of like i
0: just i think with utica it's just like she was like i don't know a contradiction this whole season like it was like i really liked her like one episode and then the next time you're like what is going on so i don't know i just think maybe she was like too worried about how others would perceive her or something. Uh. I think so too, because, you know, we've had critiques of her, you know,
1: doing the mean reads like at lunch or whatever of the girls. And then I think that's kind of what she was doing in her rehearsal. Like she was like trying out the really like tough, you know, like, you know, um, the really mean like what comes off as mean material um on the judges and it was like oh please don't do that like stop being so mean um and this kind of like also ties into what my first uh point about untucked is because utica talks about being uncomfortable in her body and mind and she's saying that she like has always wanted to basically feel accepted and she's learning to just you know still seems like she's just learning to accept that she is herself okay You know, she's okay being herself.
2: Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And um, also, I think they're learning that it's okay to ask questions if you're unsure. You don't have to go to a place where, oh, I might offend this person or hurt these people's feelings, regardless of the topic or show or whatever. And um, know that it's fine. Like, we're all humans. We're going to make mistakes. But you're not going to learn unless you're open to making the mistakes.
1: It does feel like there's like some part of her story that she was not telling Mm -hmm. us and which is fine. Of course, you know, you don't have to tell us everything about your life, but I think, you know, I was kind of hoping to like hear a little bit more, like, why don't you feel so comfortable in your own skin in your head? Like, I mean, I can relate to that. Absolutely. You know, just being, um, you know, always like a, a bigger guy and just feeling uncomfortable and not like, you know, that sort of thing. So I get that. But for her, I'm just like, what? what is it that makes you feel uncomfortable? Is it because she grew up in a small town and her family's really religious mm-hmm. or um what is it? So, I mean, I hope that Utica gets through whatever her issues are. And I hope that she starts to be more receptive to criticism because people are just really only trying to help her. Mm-hmm. Like, I get she's trying to be an artist, but like, you have to let you have to take the critiques and then apply them right you
2: have to at least try because clearly i mean it didn't work for you and how does it feel <laughs> that having not worked in your favor after the judges two of the judges on the panel told you don't do that or try to do it in a this type of way and you didn't listen and you got burned so i'm sure it hurts
0: Yeah. And it's also, it's like Lonnie Love is a comedian. So I don't know, like, you're more of like, you're like a drag artist, like on the fashion side, like, that's kind of Utica. So it's like, you're not going to listen to Lonnie Love, like, seriously. (laughs) Yeah. And especially after like Snatch Game, you know, getting critique from
1: Rue and then ignoring that and just like, you know. Uh, Throughout the competition, pretty much, you know, she has not been very receptive to any critiques. Mm -hmm. So I hope that she, you know, when she's watching this back, I hope that she gets some of those critiques and actually hears them and makes some changes because I think that she could be a really fierce queen. And really fierce competition if she ever returns to the show. Absolutely. So also I thought it was interesting. I was like, Olivia was like, what do you guys think of my set? Like, she's like, I don't really trust the judges. And I was like, girl.
2: <laughs> Olivia's got a little bit of that going on too. It's just like, oh, I'm the artist. I know best. I know what I'm doing. I feel like I completed the challenge. Well, sis, it was like almost a flat line. So now would be the time to listen. <laughs> and also don't get defensive if you ask for the notes like don't ask for the notes if you're not actually open to receiving the notes because that's annoying
0: yeah and also like i feel like olivia's suffering from like the part in drag race where you keep getting put in the bottom and you're just kind of over it like the nino bonina brown (laughs) thing like where it's just like she's so in her head at this point that she just doesn't care
1: yeah i could see that definitely and um, I guess there's, like, some also, I think we talked about it, maybe we sort of talked about it earlier, um, but we sort of talked about, like, uh, this, like, undercover relationship, possibly, with Olivia and Utica.
2: Oh, yeah. I Well, later in Untucked, of course, when Utica was packing, they mentioned the word specifically date. And I was like, oh, was that fucking tiff about being 2 faced like, foreplay or, or something? <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe they're just, like, getting all their anger pent up so they can take it out on each other uh, later. That's
0: what I was confused, because didn't Olivia say at some point that she does not like Utica? Like, I thought she said that in a confessional, but maybe... I don't know. Well, there. I mean, there
1: was the time where she got mad that Utica was, like, supposedly being two-faced, but I don't remember Olivia ever being like, I don't like her. Okay, maybe I was just projecting or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah, I missed something. Yeah, I can't something. recall, <laughs> so I'm
2: going to be quiet.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, girl. But um, also, I totally didn't even realize that Valentina's dress was ass list until untucked.
2: <laughs> yeah, I definitely caught that, the way they sat down on the main stage. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh. They did a quick flash, but when Valentina was sitting down, she kind of did this over-the-shoulder look thing and then turned and sat in the chair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, I totally did not get that, but I was enjoying the view. You know, we do, here at TFC do enjoy a, a couple nice pieces of cake. We love so cake. I love mm. cake. <laughs> More cake, please. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's go ahead and throw it on over to Stony. Let's see what's going on with the fantasy
0: league. Let's see if I'm making my comeback. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. So um, don't worry about me because I am in third place <laughs> with 230 Ooh. points. Oh, my God. You broke 200. Yes. Come through candy. Good job, girl. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> um, Seth, you did not take the lead. You're in second place with 315 points. Ugh. And then Jamal is in first place with 360 points
2: thanks
0: okay so it's still about 50 point difference still
2: hanging on
1: yeah so i'm still gunning for first place <laughs> you guys send your best wishes
0: <laughs> send your thoughts and prayers girl <laughs> and just to recap seth has got and rosé i have candy and jamal has olivia and simone uh what's gonna happen we're getting to the top
2: four come on queens we need the crown
1: yes who do you think will make the top four who do you think's gonna get eliminated next week oh my gosh
2: i i really feel like next week it might be candy's time to go um just based on and i don't want to just say like oh candy's the most basic but she just got a win she just got one she's been in the bottom multiple times and michelle's comment like who of that group is she talking to when she says this isn't top five level it has to be Candy, right? Because, I mean, she's looked nice before on the runway, but she's also just kind of thrown together, call back to the alien condom thing.
1: Yeah, she has worn a lot of basic outfits, like nothing super like over-the-top like Mick or Rosé or any of the other queens But on the
2: flip side, it could be maybe Olivia because she does something that is similar and the judges are getting bored. So it could really go either way because we know that, the judges just love Candy. She just loves Candy.
0: Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, like, actual Candy, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm convinced Candy's getting top four because, honestly, after last week and the judges just laughing it off, like, right. she's a lot for yeah. the final four. <laughs>
2: and then they'll have a top four so they can say they put her in the finale.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they'll def... Well, I mean, they always have a top four for America. But you know,
2: hey, I love to. I love to see it. Um, thick and juicy, black and brown girls getting ahead. But I also like queens that have put in the work. <laughs> <laughs> on the show, on the show. As yeah,
1: sad as it is to say, I feel like Olivia's going home next week just because she has not been on a great edit or on a not on a great role these past few episodes she's been like bottom 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 i get
2: those vibes as well and i guess what i'm touching on is just like i don't really care who's in the top four but it is annoying when like the queens just kind of get pushed to the finale like if i were a contestant i would not want that edit or treatment like treat me and hold me to the same standard and give me honest notes and hold me accountable and don't just put me there because, oh, I made you laugh a few times more. I mean, thank you, but also for the inner work ethic and, you know, integrity of the gig. Make sure I deserve to be there. Yeah,
1: we'll see. Let us know. Tweet us. Who do you think is going to be the top four? Like, who do you think is going to be the top four? Not who do you want to be? Yeah, yeah. that's
2: good. Who do you think?
1: Yeah. Yes, girl. Maybe we can do a poll. Well, Oh, I'll do a poll, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a poll. But <laughs> yes, yeah, like, oh, I don't want to ruin it. Yes, you'll understand next week. <laughs> um So yes. Thank you all for coming to another fun episode of Thanks for Coming, the Most Fabulously Gay podcast. We are so happy to only have one episode. <laughs> 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 and we will be back next week with more season 13 but until then <laughs> bye, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait jamal what are you gonna say i almost sneezed <laughs> <laughs> Oh, i can't believe he almost st- <laughs> get your sneezing girl
2: i had to just inhale so i didn't knock over the microphone
1: Get my face mask on and face shield.